Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. 
Hey, good morning. This is good morning. This is Kedra. I have a prayer request. If we can uh, keep the Jackson family and myself up in prayer, my uh, last living grandmother has passed. So we can keep the Jackson family and myself up in prayer. Yes, we certainly will. I'm so sorry, Kedra. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, valuable. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good My morning. Doing. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hi, it's Sylvia. Again, I have a prayer request. I want to pray for um, Mr. Wilson, one of his partner. He's still in a facility, been there since December. Okay, you said Mr. Wilson? Yes, please. Okay. And and you say he's he's in a facility? Well, he went in the hospital in December and then he okay. went to rehab last month and he's still there and still oh, has a feeding too. He's just trying to he wants to come home. He's eighty two years old. He just really wants to come home. Okay. Thank you. Um, I also have a prayer request. This is Yvette. Can you possibly play, pray for Sean Johnson's family? He lost his life on Monday in Oakland. Just want to pray for his family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Morning, Valuable. Morning, family. It's Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Valuable. It's Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, sweetie. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone. Good morning, beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in January, where our monthly, uh-oh, this says January, I'm sorry, <laughs> in February, where our monthly theme is entitled Position. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding position and walking in yours. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate of something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. 
We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways you can do so. You can do it through declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through the cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, we do have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Marcella, and she's asking for prayer for the Kelly and Johnson family. Um, her nephew's son passed away, so let's lift them up. Uh, Kedra is asking for prayer for herself and for the Jackson family. Um, her grandmother passed away. Sylvia is asking for prayer for Mr. Wilson. He has been in a facility for quite some time, um, recovering, and so she's asking for prayer for Mr. Wilson. Next prayer request is from Yvette, and she's asking for prayer for Sean Johnson's family. Sadly, he lost his life recently. So let's keep each and every one of those prayer requests lifted up. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is James chapter 1, verse 9. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Amen. Father, we bless your name this morning. As we step upon the precipice of a new day, realizing that it's nothing but your grace and your mercy that allowed us to see this day. So we thank you for touching us this morning with your finger of love. We thank you for giving us another opportunity to not only get it right, but to serve you. We thank you for another opportunity to take in all that life has, this more abundant life that you came that we might have. So, Father, we thank you for another opportunity to step away from excuses, to step away from problems, to step away from circumstances, and just to step into your grace on this morning. God, so as we look at today, we acknowledge that this is the day that you have made, and we make a conscious decision to rejoice and to be glad in it, Father. We take nothing for granted on today. We just bless you. Hallelujah for the activities of our limbs. We thank you 
beautiful warm beds that we slept in last night. We thank you that even as we laid in our bed, whether we slumbered and slept, whether we tossed and turned, whether we prayed, Father, you kept the enemy away, and we thank you for that. We thank you that no hurt, harm, or danger came nigh us or our dwelling place. And for that, we simply say thank you. As we look towards what comes after the call, what we will eat, what we will drink, we thank you for being a God of provision. We thank you for being a God of substance. We just bless you, God, for the many choices that we have. We take a moment and we take inventory of all the things that we have to be grateful for, not just things that we have haphazardly, but God, they are the individual things that you've given us. And we say thank you for that. Hallelujah. As we ponder what we'll wear, we thank you that you've given us raiment for this old raggedy body we got. God, we thank you. And it's not raggedy because that's how you made it. It's raggedy because we didn't take good care of it, but it's still functioning as designed. And for that, we say thank you for mercy. Hallelujah. We bless you for all of the connections that we have. We thank you for every opportunity we have to be the Jesus that someone needs to see. We thank you for every connection we have to show, hallelujah, that your grace and your love and your mercy still abounds. We bless you, God, for the eyes of our heart that you open daily so that we can see the needs of others and be moved to compassion as your son Jesus did. We thank you for an opportunity to be disciples of today. Hallelujah. As we ponder position and we get comfortable with where you would have us to be, we consider the position of gratitude because we realize if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we would be lost. So God, as we take position, as we maneuver ourselves to to take hold of destiny, we move in grace and in gratitude, God. We move in humility, God. We move with an humble heart because we want you to always know how great thou art and how grateful we are. It is in you that we live, we move, and we have our being. So God, lest we move too fast and on our own, and we start to think that it was of our own selves, God, so we move in humility. Hallelujah. We thank you for a position of servanthood. God, we thank you that we can step away from titles of minister and, and, and missionary and prophetess, and God, just own the title of servant. Your word said, let the greatest among you serve. So we thank you that we can serve on today. We come humbly and we bow down before you as sons and as daughters, and we worship your majesty. Hallelujah. Even in the midst of a long prayer request list, Father, we thank you for life. Hallelujah. Long lives. We thank you for life that were full and well lived. We thank you for precious memories, God. We just thank you. In the midst of a land that is plagued by sickness and disease, we thank you. Hallelujah. In the midst of a pandemic where we're fighting airborne agents, Father, that we can't even see. Hallelujah. We trust our safety to flimsy pieces of material stretched across our nose and our mouth. And every morning we wake up free of symptoms, free of disease. We simply say, Thank you. You're an amazing God. You're a good, good father. 
You stand at the door of our heart patiently waiting for us to get ourselves together. I thank you because you never give up on us. You never frustrate with us, God. You never throw your hands up and walk away. I thank you. Hallelujah for how just patient. I thank you that you're all knowing. I thank you that you're all seeing you everywhere at the same time. And that allows you to be an on-time God. So we lift up Mr. Wilson to you in whatever skilled nursing facility he is. Father, before we ask you for anything, I thank you for the number eight into 82 years. Hallelujah, you blessed him with more than what the promise was. And so we thank you, Father. We hear that he's struggling and he wants to come home. So, God, we're thanking you for your will to be done in his life. We thank you for all of those that are attending to him. And, Father, what I'm asking is that you would give him the patience, settle his heart, make him comfortable. God, if it's a way that they're attending to him, that they can do better to make him more comfortable, I'm asking that you would touch the hearts of the, the nurses and the attendants and the aides, God, and that you would give them compassionate touch for him. Father, we lift up all of those that are sitting in bereavement this morning as they sit with the loss of their loved ones. God, we're asking that you would do what only you can do. Hallelujah. And that's to comfort, give peace that surpasses all understanding. We lift up Kedra to you, God, and the Jackson family and the loss of her precious grandmother. We thank you for legacies that will be carried forward. We thank you, God. Um, for Sean Johnson and family, God, we lift them up to you as he lost his wife. God, we ask that you would touch, heal, comfort, protect. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for Kelly and the Johnson family and the loss of their family members. God, we ask that you would comfort, heal. Hallelujah. Give peace. Hallelujah, send resources, whatever is needed. Father, we thank you and we trust that you will do it. Hallelujah. So we just bless your name, God, that we have a God that is can be touched by the infirmities of our suffering. We thank you that we have a God who his own son wept at the loss of his friend Lazarus. God, we thank you that you know what we feel like. You know what we go through. You know what we endure. So even in loss, God, we thank you that you know exactly how we feel. And we thank you, God, that we can trust that you will give us the strength to put one foot in front of the other and to continue moving, God. I lift up everyone that is under the sound of my voice that is in need of healing in their bodies, Father, and we thank you for that. We trust you for that. We trust you with our very lives, Father. I lift up the family members of everyone connected to this call, Father, our children and even our children's children, we bless you for four generations down the line. God, we bless you for family members that we haven't met. We bless you for family members that haven't even been born yet, but we call them the legacy of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that they will be holy unto the Lord. We thank you and we declare priests in our bloodline, God, we bless your name because we positioned ourselves to live, walk upright before you so that our children will know that you are the only true and living God. I lift up children that are represented on this line that may be wayward at the moment, God, and I thank you for your ability to call them 
Your word says it's with love and with kindness that I have drawn. So God, we thank you for the love and the kindness that will usher those children, both young and old, into salvation today. We thank you for your blood that continues to cover them. We thank you for your mercy, hallelujah, that has picked them out and said, that one is mine. That one is mine. So to the mother and to the father that's worried, God, remind them that one is mine. Your word says all souls are mine. And I thank you because you're concerned about each and every one of us. I bless you for being a God that knows the number of hairs on each and every one of our individual heads. I thank you that you are a God that pays attention to detail, how you intricately woven us together. You are amazing. And even in prayer, we dare not rush you. Hallelujah. Even when we ask you for things, we dare not rush the answer because we realize that your timing is always perfect. And anything that is within your time is never late. So we, as we take our phones off of mute, we do so as we position ourselves with gratitude. Even as we position ourselves in expectation, we thank you for what's to come. We look back over our lives and realize that you've done it before. So it's nothing but us to thank you because you're going to do it again. Hallelujah. You're doing it right now. So with excitement and praise, we thank you for what's to come. Hallelujah. We thank you for our future that's in your hands. We just Bless you for how, hallelujah, you provide for us. Thank you. Even the team are in your hands. You Thank you. 
God, we are excited about your presence this morning. We thank you for the Shabbat that went forward. Father, and I ask a special prayer for those that are on the line like me that are trying not to wake up their family members, but I could have ran all through this house screaming at the top of my lungs because your grace has been sufficient. So, Father, I ask that you hear the cries of your people. Those of us that cried out and those of us that wanted to, God, hear the cries of our people. Father, I pray that our praise met you in the air and that it made you smile. Hallelujah. We had to cut it off, but I feel like the songwriter this morning said, if I had 10,000 tongues, still couldn't praise you enough because you've been so good. You've been so kind. So as we place our phones back on mute. We do so with the joy of the Lord that is our strength. We do so with joy, expectation, and in 
enthusiasm because we know your word is on the way. So we lift up Dion to you, Father. And as I ask every time I pray, I'm praying that you would make her tongue the pen of a ready writer. Father, I pray that you would give her revelation knowledge that she would have to come back and listen to her to call herself. Hallelujah. I ask that you would bless her even as she stands in the gap for your people. You know what she stands in the need of. We thank you in advance for both miracles, signs, and wonders on behalf of your daughter. We trust you even with the needs of her heart. We love you. Hallelujah. And we thank you for the gift. Hallelujah. That is your servant. These blessings and all others we ask in your son Jesus' holy name. We dare not say amen. Dion, the call is in your hands. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the glory for the things that he has done. Good morning, family, and welcome to another day of worship. Amen. Uh, Amazing prayer. Thank you all. Uh, especially for those of you that trust in, in spite of what you may be going through, in spite of the circumstances you may see. Uh, I bless you this morning. Thank you, uh, Valuable, and thank you, Sabrina, uh, for our jump start. And I agree. Uh, I could have taken me at least a single lap. Hallelujah. Uh, how many of you know that God is faithful? Glory to God this morning. Uh, He continues to be faithful. He continues to show himself mighty and strong. I thank God this morning for being Jehovah Gabor. He fights for us. That means some things uh, we don't have to battle. We can keep our hands at our sides. Amen. Amen. As you guys know, it is Wednesday, and I want to welcome you to our Wednesday uh, prayer and fasting. Uh, we do this every week for those of you that are new to the call. Nothing strenuous, but uh, the word says that some things come by prayer and by fasting. And today is a day that we as a a body corporately fast and pray for greater revelation knowledge of who we are in the eyes of our Father. Amen. I want to give you a couple of really quick announcements before I get into the Word. Keep in mind that we will have our seven-year anniversary celebration on the 21st. You'll see registration information um, on this afternoon. You'll be able to sign up and be a part of our celebration. I'm excited about it. There is no cost. It's just us having an amazing time in the Lord, celebrating one another, having a virtual meet and greet for some of you all that are in different states, uh, different locations. We want to connect with you. We want to be able to put some names with some faces. I'm super excited and uber glad. Uh, Who would have thunk it? Who would have ever known that seven years later, we'd still be doing Uh, what God called us to do for nations, for generations, and for uh, a greater good of kingdom advancement. And so I'm honored 
uh, to be able to celebrate you again. That'll be on February the 21st. I believe that's a Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. And so I want to uh, make you mindful of that. I want to encourage you to share the flyer, invite some folks. We're going to have whole bunch of fun, some laughter, some games, some prizes, uh, some awards, and um, I'm, I'm happy about that. Again, um, we do fast today from now until 5 p.m. where we meet back here at 5 p.m. online. Uh, we want to also keep Sister Nakisha Stanfield in our thoughts and prayers. She was admitted to the hospital on yesterday so i want you all to be mindful of that during the course of your prayer time if you would amen um all right y'all there is absolutely a word from the lord uh this morning uh, i thank god for sister lavina who jump started us and yesterday uh lady liz is back from her uh sabbatical we thank god for her and her voice and the giftings of God on her life that are without repentance, that uh, even after a, a lengthy break, she could come back and give us uh, to eat of what the word says for our lives. And so we are talking this month about location. I love how uh, God navigates his word and how he gives us uh, what to study gives us how to study it and he does it extremely strategically so i thank god um, for uh the gift of yes the gift of yes being able to tell god all right whatever we're doing i'm fine with it <laughs> um and I, I think that we are in a season where we absolutely need to know where we are what we're doing and how we are doing it it is imperative that we are in line with the will of god for our lives not just some of the times uh but all of the time that we have a, a grasp on the pulse of god and the heart of god for our lives as we navigate this thing uh, called life. There is uh, great value in knowing um, how to maneuver. <clears throat> if you don't know anything else, let me tell you what I know for a fact, that if you are out of time or out of step with the very rhythm of God, um, things don't go as smoothly. And I, I'm not saying that there won't be situations. I'm not saying that there won't be circumstances, but let me tell you what I do know. I know that when you are in line with God, even the toughest battles uh, come with a sense of peace. Even the, the hardest uh, obstacles that we might face come with a sense of relief. When you know that you are in the middle of the will of God for your life, there are things that um, keep you focused. There are things that keep you fixed. There are things that keep you uh, steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. As I began uh, to study this uh, a week or so ago, um, the, the Lord really just began to deal with me about finding your footing, finding your position, and holding it, learning how um, that no matter what's going on, no matter how you might feel, no matter uh, what things may look like, it is imperative 
that you get some staying power down on the inside of you. There, there are things that will come that will attempt to shift you and to shake you. There are things that will come that will attempt to entice you out of the will of God. And get this, sometimes they won't. Did you know that no different than right here uh, in 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 uh, the world and the realm that God has allowed us to exist in, uh, there are spiritual coordinates just like there are natural coordinates. God always knows exactly where you are. He always knows how to get uh, his hand on you. He knows how to check your pulse. He knows your exact location. It is nothing other than the grace of God that no matter where you are, even if you find yourself hiding, even if you find yourself in low places, he is fully aware of where you are. And in that instance, he not only knows exactly where you are, but he knows exactly what you need, where you are. He has uh, the numbers set to find you under any circumstances. Um, I looked up the word position uh, in the Greek, and it is thesis. It is Thesis and position in the Greek says uh, position, place, site, post, status, seat, uh, situation, locality. There are so many things about learning how to navigate your now, navigate your now, navigate right this moment, not navigating in advance, not considering or contemplating a place that you've not yet come, but navigating your now takes a different level of patience. It takes a different level of connectivity. It takes a different level of submission and surrender. It takes a different kind of yes. Navigating your now means that I know that things are going on around me. I'm fully aware that there are things outside of my control. But navigating your now means that you have the courage to, number one, wait Wait, I say on the Lord, you have the courage to uh, expect that God is going to do what he's done in times past. You have uh, the moxie to believe that every single thing in the word of God is true and anything else that stands outside of it is a flat out lie. There's a thing about uh, you, you knowing exactly where you are in relationship. If we'd all be honest, and you do a, a one-two check on where, where you are. If you checked your post right now as it relates to kingdom living and kingdom advancement, the reality that, you know, we can really technically do whatever we want. God does not strong arm us into anything. And what I'm finding is uh, that when you surrender or submit yourself to the truth of God's word, nothing more, nothing less, what it does is it begins to challenge your belief systems, the things that you were taught, the things that people have overexposed you to, which is their reality, things that defy what the word says about you in finality. I, I found that I've had to unlearn some things. I promise I'm going to give you some word in just a moment. We'll be in Second Chronicles. But, but I, I want to say this, because as I further unlearn things, as I further find myself not being afraid of discomfort, 
as I furthered, like there, there are levels to this. There are degrees to this. There are coordinates to situations and circumstances. But get this, I, I want to say this to you because I, I need you to hear me this morning. Every single thing that we go through in life is to determine what your location is. Even when you think about the oil that was poured on Aaron's beard, it couldn't happen until the horn was in the right location. Even when David fought Goliath, had he not left to bring his siblings lunch, no matter what he went through, all the taunting and the teasing, the belittling, uh, when he got to the proper location, the atmosphere was set for his victory. The question you have to ask yourself, not just today, but every day, is where are you? You can even ask it this way. Are we there yet? Similar to what I said a couple of weeks ago, can you hear me now? You know, the reality is my, my grandmother, she had a very, very soft voice and contingent upon where I was in the house, if I wasn't in earshot, I couldn't hear her. If I was too far away from her ear gate, I couldn't hear her. And sometimes we are out of the ear gate of God. Sometimes we out of earshot. Sometimes we are out of position, out of place, out of purpose, out of passion, out of promise, out of process. And the expectation should be nothing other than lost. <laughs> this is the beautiful thing, though. When it comes to the Father, we are never lost. Even if we're out of step, even if we're out of touch, even if we're out of line, we are never lost and he has never lost a battle, which means that technically our location has to be so promising that we understand that most times we can always fight with our hands at our side. The only thing we ever have to use is the truth, right? So what I am consistently learning that the word has told us for years and years that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Every single battle we face, every single trouble we um, have to address, we always fight with our words but greater than fighting them with our words we really only have to fight with his we just activate them with our sound with our tone and our texture have you ever noticed that the position and we, we've done a long study on posture uh, and positioning but have you ever noticed that in times uh, uh, that you are in troubled space or in times that you are in broken places, in times where things are scattered and in pieces, your prayer posture changes according to what you think you feel based on what you are dealing with experientially. Well, what I've discovered is if my coordinates never change internally, that my words begin to match what I know is happen happening atmospherically based on what I believe. Your location is solely encompassed in what 
you believe. Now, as we get ready to go into the word, I want you to, to posture yourself. I want you to find a location in the inner part of who you are, the mind, the soul, the seat of the will. I want you to uh, engage yourself in your now. I want you to think about where are you? Where are you? Where are you in your mind? Where are you uh, in your belief system? Where are you uh, in your uh, conclusion of who and what God is? Where are you and what do you intend to experience as a relate of where you are currently located? So we're in Second Chronicles of the 20th chapter, and, and this is Jehoshaphat's prayer. Now, as we go into the story, as, as I am learning even the more, um, just about our declarative posture, our ability to step outside of, of what we think, to step outside of our emotional selves and move ourselves into a place of uh, solidarity, a, a place of concrete belief, a place of absolution, a place that we cannot be denied because he already said it is what it is. And so at this it says, after this, the Moabites and the Ammonites and with them some of the Mesuzites came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, listen, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea, and behold, they're in Hazazan, Tam Tamar. Um, then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah, and Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all of the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the courts and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it for the descendants of Abraham, your friend? And they have lived in it and have built for you in a sanctuary for your name, saying, if disaster comes upon us, the sword of judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you. For your name is in this house and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and save. Now, I'm going to read a little bit more, but I, I want to bring to your attention a few things. And, and, and I know that the reading is lengthy, but I, I want to point out a few things. Now, if you go back and you consider the text, 
and you even consider the, the history of the text, here it is that some enemies are on their way. And no different than right now in today's times, even with the coordinates tracked to follow hard and fast after God. There is always somebody that is going to come and use their words to incite fear, come and use their words to intimidate you. Here it is that somebody's bringing me some bad news. Listen, they about to get you, bro. Right? They're on your heels. They, they are looking for you. They are headed to you. And I heard they was going to kill you. And it says that Jehoshaphat was afraid. But guess what I love? I love that Jehoshaphat, in spite of what he had just heard, he had sense enough to call in his tribe. He had sense enough to call in some folks that he knew made a difference. He didn't call just anybody. He didn't call Shaquan them and uh, poking them from down the way to go get their pistols. He called in worship. He called in praise. He called in the ones who had the ability to use their sound to get to the other side. And so as Jehoshaphat knew exactly who to call, in, call on, as he began to call on the inhabitants of Judah, the ones that would be in agreement with him with regard to winning this battle, right? Not only that, but Jehoshaphat had sense enough to say, listen, I need strategy and structure in this process. I got to get on my face in such a way. I got to be willing to sacrifice something so that I can hear clearly from God. I got to be able to push back my plate, be okay with having a hunger pain or two, so that during the course of this attack, because the reality is we are always under attack. Jehoshaphat had sense enough to de uh, declare a fast, to proclaim a fast in that season, and he invited everyone to join him in that fast. And then it says he went and he stood flat-footed, right? He stood flat-footed in the house of the Lord. But get this, you guys that have been on the call a while, you know that there are moments where we enter the courts, where our petitions uh, have legal uh, ramifications. Our petitions end up in a place of judgment. Our uh, pleas, our cries, our, um, our celebratory moments, all of those things have a tendency, especially when you come from the proper location. It ends up in legal jurisdiction. Right. And so you see here, there is a reminder of the legalities and the formalities, even of how we believe and how we approach the throne of grace. Not only that, but this particular passage also reminds us of the promise. If you notice, there is mention or reference, reference to Abraham in this passage of scripture. That means that it is indicative of God, especially when we are in a place of fighting or battle or struggle or attempting to overcome something, that God will remind us that there is already a promise looming in the earth. All we have to do, and that's in the seventh verse, did you not know our God will drive out inhabitants of the land before your people Israel? So, right, so he reminds us of Israel 
and give it to your descendants of Abraham, your friend, right? And so Abraham being the forefather of of the children of many nations, Abraham being a reminder of the proclamation and the decree that was made by God that we would be the children of Abraham. He, He is reminded right now of the reality of there being a promise in the atmosphere. All we have to do is stay in the proper location. I'm going to read just a little bit more. Listen, and so at 10 it says, and now behold the men of Amnon and of Boaz and of Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming to drive us out of your possession, which you have have given us to inherit. See, there are things that the enemy will attempt to drive you out of. He'll try to push you out of location. He'll try to push you out of proximity of the blessing, the thing that you know God promised you, the hope that you built things on, the reality that the truth of his word is what stands and everything else is alive. There are things, there are people, there are places, there are circumstances that will come to drive you out of the proper location. Some things we have to wait for. Some things we have to wait patiently on the Lord for. It doesn't mean that when you wait, you stand still. While you wait, you work. While you wait, you worship. While you wait, you serve. While you wait, you uh, engage and you enact and you spend time in his presence so that you know that your coordinates are not off. Amen. And so here it is uh, in, in 12. It says, oh, our God. Will you not execute judgment on them? Listen, sometimes we got to ask God, you do it. I I don't know. Listen, I don't know if I'm going to win this particular fight, Pop. Like sometimes I get a little thrown off. Sometimes I get in my own way. But I know if I know nothing else, that if you engage my enemy, you always triumph. But we are powerless against the great horde that is coming against us. Uh, and, and if I'm not mistaken, there's a promise that says in our weakness, hallelujah, he is made strong. One thing you got to do is you got to start being honest about where you are. You got to be honest about your location. Look, Lord, I suck at not getting high. Uh, but I know if I don't know anything else, you have the ability to keep me and to keep my mind. If I keep my mind focused and stayed on you, he's still reminding us of the promise. He's still reminding us that we can rely on him. He's still reminding us that we can trust him in and out of season. For they knew that they were powerless, but they knew that God, hallelujah, is all powerful. We don't know what to do, but glory to Jesus. Our eyes are on you. We are properly fixed and asphyxiated on the truth of your word for our lives. We know that without a shadow of a doubt that even if we can't whip them, you got it all in your hands. And it says, meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord and their little ones and their wives and their children. Sometimes you got to get everybody involved in your now. Sometimes you gotta you gotta include all your your real people, all the, the folks that you know not only care about you, but they believe the same thing that you believe. I am learning the great power of agreement. 
And the spirit of the Lord came upon Jezael, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, and the Levite of the son of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And then it says this, tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness of Jerel. But listen, you will not need to fight this battle. What I need you to do is stand firm. Hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O oh, Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Um, and I, I could read on, but I, I would encourage you to go back and read the story. Listen, let me let me tell you something about being in the proper location. Um, after being out of place. <laughs> On multiple occasions, after uh, making missteps and and errors and uh, uh, struggling through this and fighting through that, what I've discovered, what I've found is that when you stay in the middle of the will of God for your life, certain things begin to happen, certain things begin to change, certain things begin to uh, uh, be be not only out of line, but out of context. What I found is when you are not in the proper location, when you're not in the proper position, when you're not in the proper seat, um, it's really easy to be thrown off your game. Have, have you ever been in, in a place of consistent connection with God? And then the enemy sends something or someone uh, in your path that throws you off in such a way that you start asking yourself, now, how did I get here? What, what am I doing over here? You fool around and end up in a place that you may not have been, especially right up and through here during uh, this pandemic, dealing with uh, the difference of the, the calamities of COVID. God is showing us what's keeping us from staying in position. He's opening the eyes of our understanding, according to Psalms uh, 119, 130, again, that says the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. This is a place where we ask the Lord to illuminate every dark place in our hearts, every dark place in our thought process, every dark place in our character, every dark place in our integrity. Have you noticed that during this COVID season, during this quarantine and pandemic era, that because uh, we are standing in the middle of an era uh, uh, that, that is in proximity, uh, not of just changing words or changing hands or shifting, uh, but it is extracting, sifting the wheat from the tear. Have you noticed that friendships that used to be super solid just ain't no more? You notice that people that you would uh, once upon a time trust and rely on 
Uh, they might not be so reliable and trustworthy when everybody got to stand still, when everybody got to sit in one place. Have you noticed that uh, even through this pandemic, God is showing you uh, for, for some businesses have been birthed, for others, uh, new relationships and connections have been created, for some things have been dismantled and destroyed, but God is getting us in the proper location to be that which he spoke of in Joel, the second chapter. He's getting us prepared to be the remnant necessary for the experience of full revival in kingdom living and kingdom believing. He's getting us to a place where we're in position and he's asking the question, honey, what do you believe? What promise have you reminded yourself of? I began this statement by asking, have you found yourself kind of like driftwood? And I want you to visualize it with your sanctified imagination uh, as a piece of wood on a riverbank and the water begins to uh, uh rise and the water begins to pull that piece of wood with every wave that comes in. Next thing you know, first the, the piece of wood is on the perimeter of the water. And uh, if you turn your head and look away for a little while, you'll look back and that thing is in the middle of that body of water. Have any of you ever felt like you have been pulled like a piece of plywood into the middle of the water? The question has much to do with the, the position of your heart the distance that you've allowed to become uh, wedged in between you and the truth. Now things start looking like your reality. Now things start looking like uh, what you see. Now things start changing with what you say. But the reality is this, that when we keep our eyes fixed on the one that is guaranteed to keep our coordinates uh, constant with the destiny that he's already pre-planned for us, the difference is, not only do we stay on track, but so does everything around us. We are not so easily sucked into the middle of the water. We are not so easily pulled into conversations that don't lend to premise and purpose. We are not frequently moved out of position into a place of, of new process, new progress, new ideas. Right? And so as we are moving into shall get that as we are moving into a place where god is not only uh shoring up our location right but he is making sure that you understand that when you are in the proper place you ain't never gotta fight all you ever have to do is remind him of what he said Reminds him of the premises that were given. Reminds him of the truth of his word for your life and have your heart fixed on that being the reality. Now, I'm going way over my time, y'all. I'm super sorry. But I want to encourage you this morning as it relates to your position. I'm going to ask this question that I asked in the beginning. Where are you? Are you like the plywood in the middle of the water? Are you still windmill fighting because you in the wrong neighborhood, child? You down there with Pookie now? I don't feel like being, I'm too old, child. Listen, I don't have time to fight things that I don't have to fight. 
there are three simple steps. Number one, remember what he said. Number two, remember what he said. Number three, remember what he said. I don't care what you see. I don't care what you feel. I don't care what you hear. The only thing that I can tell you is remember what he said. If you say what he said, you will see what he said. And so I, you guys know we we all we tell our business around here. Um, and and what I started to think about when this last little episode with my baby, I think I was in a plywood place. Real talk. It's just me being honest. Which is why it was so painful which is why it was so hurtful, which is why it was so uncomfortable. But as soon as I realized that I was probably a little too far from the bank and just started to reel my bank life in, the way that I felt about what was, and now don't get me wrong, it is a reality. This, this stuff is really happening. This stuff is really going on. But when you get yourself realigned with the truth of what God says, it doesn't change your situation, but it absolutely does change how you feel and how you respond. Your position and where you are seated at spiritually right now in life, no matter if it's relating to your money, if it's related to your mind, if it's related to your marriage, if it's connected to your children, whatever you are dealing with internally right now, I want to encourage you this. Be honest with God about where you are. Make sure you let him know that you know you are out of position. Make sure that he knows the heart of the matter, that I have been being led by what I see. I have let people influence my decisions about believing the truth of your promises, and I'm out of position. God, get me realigned. Help me to fix my eyes on you. And the fastest way to do that, y'all, and I'm going to just tell you from experience, use your words to fuel your world. Use your words to fuel your world. Use your words to fuel your world. As time has gone on, if you meditate on every reality that you are experiencing, you won't feel every bit of it. But if you have the courage to find yourself in a place where you are reaching back and remember, oh, Israel, Hallelujah. If you start thinking about uh, the reality that Abraham uh, got a command and he followed the instructions of the master and to date, he is our history landmark. He is someone that we can refer to. And so I just want to encourage you this morning. Where are you? What are your words indicating about your current coordinates? And how are you mastering your now? You master your now with the truth of God's word, I guarantee you, you will never fight again. All you ever have to do is show up. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, I pray that something that I said encouraged you, inspired you, empowered you, and as we get ready to walk into love, life, and victory, now is the time that we have set aside to uh, acknowledge everyone and Give you an opportunity to say good morning. Is there anyone who joined the call you would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Leonia. 
Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Sister Stephanie. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Hey, Sister morning. Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. It's Marshall. Great morning, Marshall, and welcome. Okay. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. Morning, bro. Good morning. This is Swanita. Hey, Swanita. Good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sleepy Krishanda, but I'm here. God bless. <laughs> Good morning, Krishanda. God bless you. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Sister Christine. Great hey, declaration. Love it. Hey. Hey. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Melinda. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Melinda. Awesome word this morning. Hey, Melinda. Great morning. Oh, man. <laughs> good God morning to you. This is Patricia. Good God morning to you. <laughs> How you feeling? There? How you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beautiful decoration. Beautiful. Just, just set my day off. Amen. That's good, Pat. I'm glad about it. Good morning. It's glorious. It. Gloria. Love you. Oh, hey, Glorious. Good morning. Good morning, Sanajay. Hi, Tina Bina. Great morning. Good morning, Diamond in the back. Sunroof top. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, Deanna and Shell. Hey, Shell, Bill. We got a new sergeant in town. <laughs> and she ready. <laughs> she ready. Good morning. Anybody else? I, I can barely hear you. I think you said Christina, if I'm not mistaken. Nope. Can't kill a oh. Kedra. Kill a Kedra. Hey, your mouth was not on the phone. Hey, girl. Hey, Good morning again. I want to say this is Cynthia. Morning. Hey, Cynthia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's magnificent. Hey, magnificent. Good morning. Anybody else? It's just Dee Dee. That's it. Love you. Sabrina, I'm going to have you <laughs> praying like that, too, when I see you. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't be saying no just. He is somebody, honey. Good morning, you beautiful people. God bless you this morning. Good morning, Sarge. 
Good morning, Mrs. Simone. Wonderful declaration. Hey, hey there. Amen. Good morning. Anybody else? Oh, man. Um, anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, aha moments, any of you? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I gave myself that name, Can't Killer Kedra. I just pray y'all agree with it because what I, something is always trying to kill me, but I know my warfare is not carnal. Thank you so much for the declaration. Um, I, I was all of Jehoshaphat yesterday, and I am going to tell all my business because I'm trying to be healed to wholeness and know what to do and stay in location and position. Amen. So um, before I even knew that my last living grandmother had passed, I was just, uh, I don't know, I just felt some type of way. But then when I got the call... When I got the call from my aunt, and I don't want to sound like I'm rambling, but it's a lot attached to it. Um, my father's mother, my father's brother married my father's sister. So that's like a bonus, you know what I mean? So anyway, um, when I got the call, I uh, I instantly got on my knees and started praying. And then when I got up... um. I got phone calls from my sister, who I haven't talked to since my mom died. Or now, Kendra, you, you know I'm about to get you right. You know, you know you want to, you know you have to sum it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just how Jehoshaphat called on people that he know he could rely—that was a aha moment for me right there. So thank you. I just thank God how He is strategic and just lined things up to um, help me stay in location and that I can't be killed. I love you all. Thank God for declare victory. That's all. We love you too. And and I know if I don't know anything else, for real, as time goes on, we make decisions on where we want to be positioned. Period. Yes, ma'am. If I if I can't yes, tell you nothing else, every single uh scenario, and don't get me wrong, sometimes things will come for us, but but all but they all for us for is what's inside. Where are you? Are you still in a place of believing? Are you still in a place of faith? Because at the end of the day, the only thing the enemy is ever after is to, number one, incite fear, right? And I don't care, Tanya. Um, and, and all he ever wants to do is throw us off our game. Can I tell you a secret? We choose whether or not we want to be thrown off, period. We make active decisions about the things that we want to do, which is why we deal with the, with our soulish issues, our the seat of our will and intentionality. It's the place where our failures live. It's the place that we go back to and retrieve the garbage that the, the, the Lord is trying to get out of us. And so the first thing that we have to do is find ourselves being honest with where we are. And until you do that, you will never be in proper position. Right. Uh, until you make sure that you are sure. And, and that's all the enemy ever comes for. Are you sure you believe God? That's the question of the day. Are you sure? When you say, God, I trust you. There's always this looming question. Do I for real? Right? Or am I intervening in the process with what I want to do? 
It's your responsibility to stay seated. Have a seat. Have a seat in what you say you believe, right? Stand down and know when to do it. And listen, it's not easy. It's not fun. And sometimes it feels unfair. But let me tell you what I know it is. It is always just. It is always just. And those things that you are unsure about, that's why, and, and keeping in mind that even in the text, we mentioned the courts. Sometimes you got to try things in you. You got to ask yourself the right questions from a place of authenticity, not from what church say you should say, where you are, what you own, where you see it. You got to choose that. Nobody can choose it for you. Thank you for sharing, Kedra. Anybody else have questions, comments, commentary? Anyone? Did you just grab us by our shoulders and look us in our eyeballs? I did. <laughs> and, shook, and shook the hell out of you. I did. Um, that's, that's my job. And thank you for it. I'm going back on mute. Hey, I was just going to add to what you said, because when she said it, uh, I can see her giving us that look. But it also reminded me of when we try to just show up presenting ourselves the way the church say we should be or how we think people want to see us and not who we really are. You know what I mean? So it's like stop Mm -hmm. walking around in performance mode and just really sit down in that thing and really be who you say you are because you can, we can say, we can role play a lot, you know, and I think what for me 2020 has done was really expose some things. So Dion, when you were talking about relationships that you used to think were never end and they're so different now and people who you would, you know, share things with because you felt safe. I ain't even feeling, I ain't fooling with them because it's it's some other things revealed. And it's not a shade (laughs) thing. It's a growth thing. No, I'm just, so I thank you for that. Yeah. I don't want to kick it. And I don't mean no harm. Yeah. Hey, Dan. So, um, but I want to I want to say this to the people that are trying to figure out. But how do I get there? I, for me, this is my, my testimony. I think for me, it is to do it mechanically first. Um, so what I mean True. by um, in some in some instances, when I look at myself, um, a, a really big thing for me was forgiving some people who had done some really dirty things to 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 me and my husband. And and I, so I took the word. At first, I was like really shook about it. Like I mean, and that I think, you know, as a human being, um, that's what happens for me first. It hits me as a human being. It doesn't always hit me like a strong general in God's army. I'm gonna be faithful in the Lord and God. But it don't always happen to me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hit me, uh, and I cried. It made me. It made me mad, and it made me mad, and I thought about right. doing some things, and I got myself together, and then I took the word, and I said what the word said, and I yes. asked the Lord to help me, and I be, and I did it consistently, and my heart changed about it, and so so that was one particular thing. For Kedra, mm-hmm. I want to, I hope you're still on the line, Kedra. So, Killer Kedra, so the, the um, my question hey, killer. is. Hey, killer. <laughs> you can't Wait, kill a catcher. That's what it is. Oh, you, can, you oh, can't okay. kill a catcher. Okay. All right, there we go. All right, never mind. I don't need no clarity. Then for Patricia, who was on the line, when you started to speak, all I heard was persistent. Um, and so um, I would like to dub you, with your permission, mm-hmm. persistent, 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 persistent. 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 
That's what well, I heard loud. Today. That's dope. That's what I heard real, real loud. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Enjoy you know what? This is, this is persistent Priscilla speaking. <laughs> <laughs> you better own okay. that thing right quick. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to own it because I'm going to tell you why it's the truth. If I'm not anything, I'm persistent. I will stay in there and stay in there with my teeth locked on it. To Not always a good thing, though. <laughs> I won't say it's always good, but that's all changing. Um, but, yeah, persistent Priscilla. But you said Patricia, too, and that's my sister. And people and so always get a mistake. Yes, yeah, but you know I'm I don't know which right. one it is. I'm Priscilla, sorry? It's you. It's Priscilla. It's Priscilla. It's you. It's you. And I realized after I said it, I was like, oh, no, I think I said the wrong name. But but guess what, Patricia? I was like, oh, my God. Patient Priscilla. No, Priscilla. I mean, patient. Oh, shoot. Persistent Priscilla. <laughs> Persistent Priscilla. I ain't off in the Holy Ghost. Ain't slow. It's me being blonde right now. Persistent Priscilla. But patient Patty. Patient Patricia. Mm-hmm. That's her heart. She's probably mm-hmm. off the line right now, knowing her. But um, I'm I'm accepting my name. <laughs> Persistent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. I've been waiting for my name. Okay. <laughs> I just I said, God, you're gonna you you do it, Lord. I'm just gonna patiently wait, and that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm in. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. This is Simone again. I wanted to say that uh, Aha started at prayer. Um, Sabrina, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'll see you. Um, cause that was, that was heavy. That was right. It was timely. And I thank you for your obedience to the word to be prayed and, and put out today. And then, um, the declaration right on time position, just alignment, everything that, um, I needed to hear this morning. So thank you. Amen. Amen. Thanks, please. Amen. Anybody else have anything? This is Juanita. Um, I really um, enjoyed the declaration this morning. Um, I didn't get to hear the the beginning, um, but I just thank God for what I did here, you know, and I um, position myself. Sometimes I question my position um, of where I am um, a lot, you know, like, God, am I doing the right thing? But, you know, it is good to be able to know that God is, always fighting for you and so you always so it's good to know that I can go to a fight and don't even have to put up my dukes you know so uh, Mm I thank God uh, for the message on this morning so thank you amen amen I'm I'm learning how to fight with my hands at my side hello hey Hi, everybody. Yeah, this is such a good declaration. It really, you know what it kind of just made also um, afterwards, I felt like calming afterwards of how you broke down, uh, of course, the fight, you know, that Jehovah Gabor is fighting for it, you know what I mean? And 
you know, mm-hmm. I got so many little notes of everything, you know, how you said, you know, position, you know, um, position ourselves, you know, the definition of everything. And then, you know, of course, having the mock to believe that every single word, the word of God is true. And that is so what, you know, is, is that's the, the unbelief, you know, when I read the word, that's what I have to remind myself, period. You know, and and casting out all this thing or something, don't try to figure out, oh, why is that? Or, you know, stuff like that. You know, that try to get in your head without um, first believe. Look, I'm going to believe this. Then I'm ask questions. You know, ask God to, you know, mm-hmm. reveal the truth of the word to me. That's just how I have to work. But most of all, being okay with being uncomfortable, that is so hard for me. But I am being okay with it. I'm getting better at being okay with it. Like when it's happening. But like I'm uncomfortable, but I would still sit there and try to give me the love and the compassion to, um, you know, words to say in, in a mist instead of getting my feelings, you know, or whatnot, you know, or even to address the um, elephant in the room, you know, as far as, you know, the spirit that's in the room, you know, or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you're uncomfortable, you only want to do that. So, you know, just be in a position in that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that he positioned you know, to be ready in that position on today to be used in that way, you know, to be used in yeah. that way. Because he, he mm-hmm. always positioned me, I believe. He positioned me. You know, I am in position, you know, but I just don't sometimes respond, you know. But, yeah, it was just so much, you know, how we have to use the truth to fight with our words, you know, by activating with our sound. And when you said yeah. that, I was just like, yes. That's it. You know, when I want to wake mm-hmm. up, I want to use my voice to proclaim and declare a thing of, of, of goodness, of the truth of his word, to stand back. We got the victory. Are we the head, not the tail, not getting up there, oh, God, you know, oh, what, what, what's wrong, you know? Like, I want to activate the soul things in the atmosphere, you know, you know what I'm saying? But right. to know that we don't have Absolutely. to fight when we get there. I got too much out of your stuff, but I can go on. That was just one thing, but I love it. I just love it. You know, I love it. I love you, and thank you so much for your business. Brina always brings it, you know, with the prayer. I, there's something about her her spirit that I connect to when she's praying, and I feel you, sister. You are just so powerful, and I love you guys. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Thank you for that, Mona. Hey, Deanna. Um, Thank you for your declaration, of course, off the hook as usual. Um, But it just brings back, you know, you have a lot of questions you kind of jot down or, you know, kind of in the sky when you think of certain things. And God brings the answers to those questions. And all I can think about is him saying or different things coming together, saying be intentional for showing up by the way and not showing up in the way. So that was huge because a lot of times I I love church and I would look for Sunday, but the people in the church is what kind of <laughs> made me feel uncomfortable, you know, and I knew I wasn't going for them, but you still have that kind of pushback. But when I start telling the Lord, okay, Lord, I'm not paying attention to this one or that one. Lord, I'm focusing on you. This is your house. What I put on while I'm coming, my worship is unto you. Then things begin, I start 
that uh, spiritual anxiety started to uh, started to like get off me. So that was huge for um, that revelation to be, you know, going there for by the way and not being in the way. And that's just coercing mm-hmm. with the people that's, you know, distracting you and whatnot. But thank you for your declaration. It always brings insight and help us to have. It definitely always brings an aha moment. So love you, sis. Amen. Love you more. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm uh, good. You're you know, saying some up at that desk. I did one. So you came from behind that desk. I forgot. I'm sorry. You were supposed to call me. I know. Hey, so listen, I, I, um, wonderful conversation, great declaration, great reminder. I have come to learn in these years that I've been living, and it's hard to believe I'm the age I am. I feel so, so young. You ain't been 29. (laughs) Thank you. I know, right? I do. I feel young. I feel youthful. I feel alive, and I thank God for that because I haven't always felt that way. Um, life has a way of thrusting you sometimes into position. Now the thing mm-hmm. is, are you gonna be ready when you get there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all mm-hmm. of this is training for us because life will happen with or without you. Kind of like what Rochelle said. Listen, we're gonna show up, and how do we show up? Are we in the way? And are we fighting the process? We talk about this. We talk about this all the time. Um, If we believe the whole word, not just part of it, if we believe that our steps are absolutely ordered by God, if we believe that before he knew, we got here, he knew us, and he formed us, and he ordained us, if we know and believe that he has a plan for our lives, right, absolutely to prosper us, to give us a future, a hope, and expect it in, if we believe that he has already written it down in the book, our lives and our days are numbered, that right there can help us to walk and stand and show up, knowing with a surety that God is for us fighting our battle. Mm-hmm. We can show up. I mean, sometimes people, I, I, I'll say this before in my life, I didn't even want to show up. I didn't have to fight. I just didn't want to show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now being able to just show up and be okay with who I am and who I've been created to be and what my contribution is to the situation, I can be okay in that. Not comparing myself Mm -hmm. to anybody else and what they got to do because what you got to do is for you. And so what I have to do is make sure that way I think we show up empty before God. And we do what we've been called and created to do. And so I just love the fact that, you know, we're learning this together. We can talk this thing out. And when we do show up, we know all things are working together. That's our staple, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, scripture. Romans 8 28, it's working together for mm-hmm. our good. Because we love God and we're called. You have been called according to his purpose. Not ours, mm-hmm. but his purpose. Yeah, so life mm-hmm. kind of kind of thrust you in that, and so now's training to be prepared and ready because some things are gonna happen. Stuff is gonna mm-hmm. show up. The enemy is never off his job to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. He, he he never takes a break. We the ones that get tired mm-hmm. and keep going, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't got nothing else to do but antagonize and have backwards Hello? out of you. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single thing he can get his hands on, our peace, our joy. Mm-hmm. He ain't coming after stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> anywhere. Right. You your car. I can't drive no way. Thank you. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, so I love you. I thank God for you and this call and your yes. Uh, yeah. I love you more. I love you more. I love you more. Anybody else? Yes. Could you get out of the fishbowl, please? Am I in the fishbowl? I just got on my little earpods. Well, I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's my phone, but it's not like it's you were for a minute. But <laughs> I, I think it might have been how to. How am I still in it? There. Yeah, you know I'm nope. on now. You know I'm. In. No, you sound better now. Yeah. Oh, why y'all ain't been told me I was in a fishbowl? Kind of Judah tried to me. You just, 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 just made a change. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully I, I have to have an attitude. Just preach. You know, you the truth uh, teller. We're just following after you, honey. That's so funny. <laughs> Can I give it to a scripture? Romans five and yeah, four. A strip a scripture. Okay. Scripture, yes. We can glorify <laughs> and glory in tribulations. And if we look at it the right way, with our proper position, right? If we look mm-hmm. at that scripture, when you guys get a chance, go read it. Talking about we we love Book of Romans anyway, but glorying in tribulations, right? Because it works patience. And patience is part of that endurance that we got to stay the course and be able to stick and stay no matter what's going on. And that patience mm-hmm. works experience. So once we've gone through that thing, now we got a testimony of God being Jehovah Gabor. Now we got a testimony mm-hmm. of God being Jehovah Rapha. Now we got a testimony of God being Jehovah Jireh. And now because of we've now endured with patience that situation, got the experience from it, gained the testimony, now we have hope to keep going. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 da dun dun. That was a drum roll. That's it. Yeah. Read, read, and, read and especially for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you know that trials come to make us strong. Yeah. Right. That being the truth of God's word. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. If you out of position, position. listen, st- li- when you know you out of position, when you got trial after trial, test after test, you yeah, know, you that. in position <laughs> when you got trial after trial, test after test, mm-hmm. you know, oh. that you are the called of God, the chosen of God. See, because who he not after, but you just be plywood and life away. He ain't tripping. <laughs> no, oh, but when he wants no, no, no. you. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, but when he's after you, heaven's hounds are right on your heels. Like nothing out of pocket stays out of pocket unless you choose for it to be out of pocket. Right. And what what I know, and I am confident in sharing, is that I know when I'm out of pocket, just like you do. We all know when we're out of place. We all know when we're out of position. We all know when we're off time. But as time goes on uh, and, and the greater good begins to manifest in you, it is necessary for the things that are in your heart to be revealed. Right? Those are the things that God uses to extract the ookie and replace it with his love and replace it with his acceptance and replace it with his grace 
and replace it with his power and replace it with his promise. But you can't get nothing out if you don't know what's in there, which is why we consistently pose the question, where you at? Are you dealing with your ooky stuff? Because what we do usually is we try to act like it don't exist and try to worship and praise and pray on top of the ooky. And then we try to figure out why it won't take root. Well, honey, there are things in the way. You're, you're going to have to get that out now. There's no way a root can grow through a rock. And so you start asking God to reveal the stone, the stony places in your heart, the, the places that lack character, the places that lack integrity, the places that will uh, do what I call the wall slide. But it's on you. Nobody can do it but you. Nobody can get that stuff out of your heart but you. Hey, D. Yeah. That was what I was only saying. When I, for me, when I had to get me together, that's why I always talk about marriage ministry. And I have so many issues. But to show up being anything but authentic to me is false. It's farce. And um, to change the, like you said, until you deal with that stuff and make a choice and praising from an empty, broken, raggedy place and even trying to witness to other people from a, you know, a not um, authentic place. It's, so to me, again, changes at Hill really helped me because it, it made me realize when you show up, are you trying to show up being somebody else? Like, are you in an audition mode? Because you're, the real you is going to find you, catch up to you. You know, you, you're going to you're going to have to deal with you eventually. So just, just do it. Just process do that process so that you'll be in position to reach that one that the, the trauma and the tragedy that I went through will help. I hope that makes sense. It makes sense. Tell them. And uh, can I tell young. you, I showed up not real for a long time, though. I, I know I'm not the only oh, one. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, I just kept I showing know. up, right? I, I, right. I just, <laughs> That's all you got to do. Doing. Just That's keep coming. <laughs> Right, and mm-hmm. at some point, the Take light it will all. come on. But, but show up, yeah, though. Come on. And the light will come on. Still. Come That's on, he'll give you revelation. <laughs> he'll remove the scales. Come on, just keep showing up. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Right. Hey, <laughs> with your disingenuous sound, somebody, now you know we do hear you, right? Craig? Right. 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 Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that ugly got to come up sometime. Absolutely. Right. That part. I'm glad somebody heard me, Sonia. Thank you. That ugly has to come out. That ugly has to come out. To me, it's like, for my family, I don't know, for me and my sister, we we look at each other and so we get excited. But we just be so, like, excited in the part that is revealed, you know, and we can um, move forward and and break the cycle from our children. And it, it, it's just such a blessing to me because, like, now when I get to the ugly, I'll be like, oh, you know, you know, it's just, it's more and more. But mm-hmm. it, it's changing more now to being accountable, you know what I'm saying, in, in the midst yeah. and, and saying, you know, that's what it, it is for me now. That's where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you ask mm-hmm. that question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Really no. Right. I don't think we know until it's revealed to us. That's what I mean about showing up. Yeah. Because um, you know something's wrong and off, but you just don't know what. But until you come to mm-hmm. a place where you can see the truth and God reveals it to you, then now it's time to do yeah. the work. Yeah. Man. 
Mm-hmm. And that's being in my position at the right place, being on this call, things being exposed. You get to see yourself. That's that mirror ministry. We get to see ourselves, yeah. not against people, but we start doing the inner work about ourselves. What's going on with me? And why do I feel this way? Why am I thinking like yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be, yeah. be ready. Who does that ready to fight? Mm, Jesus. <laughs> that is so true. Very, very, very good. Okay. Somebody said my name earlier, I think. Yeah, it was me, Cynthia. Oh, oh, hey, Miss Cynthia, go ahead, babe. Um, something keeps uh, it's a good thing, but there's different stuff keep coming up on me when people speak. Like for example, um, I believe her name is Lisa, the one that just spoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When she speaks. Um, what keeps coming in my mind is her voice is unique. And um, mm-hmm. there was another one, and I I, I kind of have to say it when the person speaks because that way you'll know who I'm talking about. But then there's another one that comes on, on the line. I be, I, I think because you, sister, you, uh, you, Pastor Dion, and I think her name is Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. She's like a she's like a powerball when she speaks, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. it's just certain things. And it, it, and it was it is it, 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 God wanted me to um, speak out. He, you know, um, he don't want me in the um, the silent mode no more. He wanted me to um, speak out, and yeah, this is stuff I need to start saying that I'll be hesitant. And so it, it was really like whacking me just now. And I'm like, okay, I got to say something. I got to say it. But these yeah. different people that speak, these things be coming to me. And I'm like, and the the unique voice, that's a good thing. That's not a bad. Everything that I'm bringing out, the Powerball, these are all good stuff, not bad stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to bring out. So I, I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody. But if somebody speaks and I say, say something I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be disrespectful but I want to get it out because I'm the type of person that when I hear something I have to say it right away otherwise I'll forget the person the, which one that said it the voice or something like that but that's what I just wanted to share with you guys so let me tell you what that's called yes. that's called finding your sound like we okay. talk about that all the time okay and so it's not unusual um, somebody needs to mute for us right quick. Um, it's not unusual. It's not foreign. And we, we don't take offense to most of the stuff. Even even when you can't figure it out, it's okay. It's, and not only is it finding your sound, it's finding your voice. Okay. Right? And so we are all, right, the word says that iron sharpens iron. But it also says we are all helpers one to another. And and the reality is, as unique as Lisa's sound is, the truth is we all have a very unique sound, which is why when people speak up, I don't have to see their face. I know their sound. Yeah. Right? So I know your sound. So God is teaching you how to hear. Okay. So it's dope, actually, Cynthia. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very good. Very good. He's teaching you how to hear. And he also starts to teach you who your tribe is. Okay. Right? Who who has the power to speak into your life. Okay. And those significant sounds, you hear those voices, you hear those different um, tones and cadences. So there are only there's certain people that I can listen to. There are voices that, like for real, I be want to say, "Honey, shut up! Don't talk! You stressing me out." <laughs> right, <laughs> of course, right, I'm right. To say that. <laughs> I say mm. it in my head though, and if I had a reader board, I'd probably make people pretty angry from time to time. But the reality is, we need those different sounds to push us into position. Okay. Thank okay. you. Yes, ma'am. Very good. Very good share. Thank you for sharing that with us this morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have also, you said it in your head, and Tanya, don't get me, but we've seen you say it out loud. I'm going to just go back on mute. Cause I'm- <laughs> you know what, Didi? Shut up, Didi. You know what, Didi? Okay, but so this is another teachable moment. This is why it's also, okay, I'll wait for you to stop laughing. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to just say this, and then, Chad, you can say whatever you want to say. Hey, remember when we was on Keith Drive, and that girl, for real, was doing a presentation, and I slid off the couch? Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth right now. You said, honey, shut up. What do you want us to buy? Just say it. I was mortified. I was so... really going through something right now, um, uh, but I couldn't say you apologize because I knew you meant it. Yeah. <laughs> she apologized a lot of times. She kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, my God. And she uh, kept talking. But then oh she still did. I said, did you hear me? Girl, how much is it? Oh, this is not the day. <laughs> you just, we just went in a hole. That was so, you know what, I can't mm. Anyway, um, what I, no, you're not, you're not, um, <laughs> you're right. I think that we could, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a prayer call. I'm sorry. We had a complete, it is, we promise. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's good so that you know that we're human too, but this is a really good, this is one of the reasons why we generally say our name before we speak. I forgot to do it today, but it's one of the reasons um, that we it's, in, it's good for us to continue to say our name before we speak because we can't see each other. So we can't put the sound with the voice. Um, and then eventually we learn your sound, but still as a habit. And then for new people that are, that are joining the call, it helps them to identify faster the sound and put uh, a name to a sound instead of a name to a face. That's all. No deep revelation. How is the real? <laughs> Laughter is the Sorry. best medicine. <laughs> it is, honey. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else before we wrap it up? We got about uh, got about ten minutes uh, to hand back to you, if not. Yes, her name is Raphael, not Pharrell. Well, whatever her name is. <laughs> I hate her I voice. Don't know. I can talk to her. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, is that why you were saying shut up? Oh, my no? God. Like yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Okay. Her voice was awful. <laughs> <laughs> 
and she had too many words. <laughs> Tanya, all I can remember Amen. is looking at Mama's face, and Mama had that look like, oh, did she just tell that girl? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and is she telling her that from on the floor? Because I was on, what? I was on the hall. When I think of, I was on the floor. I had slid off the couch, literally, physically. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Get her together, Vaughn. I Get remember. Her. What? I love you more. Good morning. Thank you, Vaughn. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Okay, Mona, recap that last part. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> she said it made her feel good inside herself. Amen. Yeah. Amen, amen. We we love it when you feel good inside yourself, girl. <laughs> He's funny. <clears throat> Amen. Amen, guys. Well, listen, uh, we are uh, head toward the top of the hour. And um, I thank God for each of you. Don't forget today is Wednesday. It's a fasting day. And uh, if you don't know nothing else, let me tell y'all something. Honey, Rochelle is going to be on here at 450. I'm intentional for showing up. I'm showing up. How about that? <laughs> and Lady Diane will meet you meet us all. Um, I know I have a, a four thirty meeting, so hopefully I'll be done. But if not, um, you can meet us back right here at the same number, five o'clock tonight. And uh, I believe that God is going to be listening. Hopefully, if you even use a portion of the fuel given this morning and today's share. Um, not only will you be blessed and empowered, but I believe God is going to do something down on the inside of you to get you to the proper position. So thank you all for um, indulging me with sharing your time with me this morning. I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you be the Jesus somebody needs to see. And uh, if we don't hear you at five, we'll meet you uh, right back here. There is Archer Circle meeting. Tonight, Gloria has already posted in the room for those of you that are Ultra Circle members. Uh, we look forward to hearing you tonight at uh, 7 p.m. And if not, we'll hear you in the morning. Again, 6 a.m. tomorrow, Valerie is sharing. And don't forget, February 21st is our seven-year celebration. So um, don't forget to share the flyer. We love you guys, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye, guys. Love you, love you all. Love you, everyone. Love you, everyone. Love you, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a good day. you. We love you too, girlfriend. God bless. Have a great day.